We have two powerful moons coming up on April 30th and May 16th, and I'm already feeling the energy. Yeah. On top of this moon energy, we also have two eclipses, which makes things even more fun. In this video, you'll learn the two powerful moons that are happening on April 30th and May 16th, and the energy that they're bringing onto the planet. Then we're going to get into the current energy on the planet and how that current energy is setting up a little bit of resistance with the moon energy. That's going to be interesting. And then I'm going to share three powerful tips to help you work with these powerful moons to change your life for the better. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. Okay, let's get into the two powerful moons that are happening right now. Can't wait to get into this energy. So the first one, these two moons are happening two weeks, uh, two weeks apart from each other. The first one is a new moon plus solar eclipse happening in Taurus on April 30th. So new moons are all about new beginnings. It's about planting new seeds. New moons are very forward looking. They don't look at the past. They're very forward looking. They're all about new beginnings and planting new seeds and getting things started, getting things off the ground. And then when it comes to a solar eclipse aspect, so solar eclipse always occur with new moons and a solar eclipse is when the moon is wedged between the sun and the earth. All right. In a solar eclipse, the sun and the moon are positioned at the same degree within the same zodiac sign. So in this specific uh, solar eclipse, uh, new moon, it's in the sign of Taurus. Okay. So that's what's going on kind of in the positioning of the, of the, the planets and the energy that new moons bring in, but also the energy that solar eclipses bring in. All right. So uh, an important thing to remember about eclipses, all right. So eclipses, are really, really powerful phenomenons that when an eclipse happens with a moon, basically what the way that you can think of an eclipse is that it just amplifies the energy and it makes things just more intense. Okay. So, so you can think of an eclipse and a solar eclipse happening in a new moon. It grabs the energy of the new moon and it just makes it way bigger and way more powerful than otherwise. Okay. So, so an eclipse comes in and just adds more power, more energy to the lunation that's happening in this particular case, we're talking about a new moon and it just gives more power, not only to the new moon energy, but also to the energy of the zodiac sign associated with it, which is Taurus. Another way to look at eclipses is that they speed up and amplify whatever astrology phenomenon they have to be working with. So in this case, the, the eclipse is coming in and it's going to speed up and amplify new beginnings. So what, what this can translate into your life is sudden beginnings, sudden things just kind of materialize out of nowhere. The start of something that maybe you weren't even expecting, it comes in in just a dramatic fashion. And it's because of the power of these eclipses to speed things up and amplify energy. Now that we know a bit about a new moon and also a solar eclipse, and I talked about what this eclipse energy is bringing in. Let's talk about the particularity of the zodiac sign that happens to be associated with this. Okay. So the zodiac sign here that we're talking about is Taurus. All right. So 
Taurus is ruling this particular lunation, and that means that this moon is going to be imbued with the energy of that zodiac sign. So let's get into some characteristics of Taurus, all right? The first characteristic is that it's, it's an earth sign. So Taurus loves very earthy sign. Taurus loves kind of security, groundedness, practicality. All of the earth signs are very grounded in that sense, very practical in that sense, very down to earth, okay? So that that's one characteristic. Another one is that Taurus is ruled by Venus, okay? So Venus is the planet of love. So, so this is a very, um, Taurus is a very kind of romantic, uh, um, romantic uh, astrology, uh, zodiac sign, all right? So romantic, there's a lot of romance, there's a lot of love. It isn't just about romance. Venus is, Venusian energy is just about love, tenderness, okay? So, so when Venus comes in and, and kind of imbues this, this lunation, we're talking about a lot of romance, but a lot of love in general, a lot of tenderness and a lot of beauty. So Venus isn't just about romance and love, it's also about beauty and Taurus loves beauty. Uh, really, they really, really prize beauty in their lives. Another characteristic of Venusian energy that also imbues Taurus is um, not, just the, not just the beauty and the love, but also sensitivity and sensuality, okay? So Venus, Venusian energy brings in a lot of sensuality, right? It's associated with love. So it brings in a lot of, uh, of sensuality and also sensitivity. So, so Tor uh, Taurus energy is an energy that's, that's sensitive in nature. Another characteristic of Taurus is that it operates on two extremes. So, <laughs> so Taurus energy doesn't really know a middle ground. So a Taurus energy is either doing nothing, completely stopped, or just all out speed and going into the extreme and doing everything really fast. Okay. So, so Taurus energy is known for this kind of two, for these two extremes and, and not to have that kind of middle ground. It's either all or nothing for Taurus energy. All right. And this is again, coming in to influence this lination. Also these, this type of, of way that Taurus operates in these two extremes. So a Taurus by nature is either, they're either relaxing and just chilling and, and just, they can totally relax. They can totally chill, but then their only other speed is barreling through obstacles at full speed ahead. <laughs> you see, there's no middle ground here. It's either relaxing and hanging out or barreling through something really quickly. So, so these just think about this energy of extremes because this is coming in for sure coming into this, to this lunation, uh, on April 30th. Another aspect of Taurus is safety and security. So this is actually one of the most important. If you're a Taurus, you know, this, this is one of the most important aspects of Taurus energy is their need for safety and security. It's really important for Taurus to feel safe, to feel secure in their lives. Um, it's actually one of the most important characteristics of, of their zodiac sign. And when we're talking about safety and security for a Taurus, safety and security can mean a bunch of different things, but for Taurus energy in particular, the safety and security that they look for and that they need is within the physical world. Okay. So again, they're an earth sign. So the, the type of security that they need is a very physical security, a very kind of primal physical security. So, so we're, this is important for us to know, cause we're going to talk about how this Taurus energy is coming in and this aspect of this physical, this need for physical security and safety is coming into the energy on the planet right now. The last aspect that's important to understand about Taurus is the idea of ownership. So, so for Taurus energy, um, material possessions are really important. Ownership of things is important, whether it's money, whether it's a house, whether it's a property, um, the physical possessions, 
ownership of physical possessions is important for Taurus energy and it actually brings stability to them. So it helps bring stability. But this idea of ownership is something that's really important for Taurus energy. Okay, now on to the second astrology event happening on May 16th. Now we have a full moon plus lunar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. Okay, so, so now the energy is different because now we're talking about full moons. Full moon, different from a new moon, full moon is all about completions, about endings. It's about harvesting the seeds that you sowed in the new moon, okay? So now we're talking about endings, we're talking about completions, we're talking about something coming into maturity, right? Like being ready to be harvested. That's what, that's what a full moon energy brings to you, all right? A lunar eclipse now, now, remember, we already talked about eclipses and what eclipses actually do. A lunar eclipse occurs when the earth is sandwiched between the sun and the moon. And so the moon actually takes on, uh, it looks red in color and it looks red in color because the, the, the earth is actually shadowing, casting a shadow onto the moon. And that's why these moons are often referred to as blood moons because they look kind of reddish in, in their tint. All right. So the moon, the earth is now sandwiched between the sun and, um, and the moon. And that's why the moon kind of looks like has this, this, uh, this red tint on it. Okay. So important note that I want to leave here on eclipses. So ding, ding side note here, really important note on eclipses. Eclipses actually activate your lunar nodes. All right. So eclipses activate what's known as your lunar nodes. Now your lunar nodes, South node and North node, those are particular aspects within your astrology chart that pertain to your past and your destiny or your future. So the South node pertains to your past, where you come from, the experiences that you've learned, North node pertaining to your destiny, where you're going, where your soul wants you to go in this lifetime. Those are called the lunar nodes. And when eclipses come in, they are heavily activated. They heavily activate these lunar nodes, especially your North node. You really want to know what your North node is, especially when it's being activated. Okay. So if you want to go deeper on the North node, South node, but especially on the North node, cause that's the most important aspect of these two of these lunar nodes. I shot a whole video on that and I'll leave it linked in the description box below if you want to watch it after this one. All right, so now let's go into some characteristic of, of this full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Let's go into the characteristics of Scorpio. <laughs> okay, so the first one is that Scorpio is a water sign. Okay, so Scorpio, water sign, all about emotions, fluidity, very feminine in nature, just that fluid, boundless energy of water. Okay, so Scorpio is a very fluid sign, very taking on the characteristics of water, of flowing, of knowing how to work with the cycles of nature, of not being bound down by anything that comes from this water element, uh, that, uh, that, uh, guides Scorpio. Another characteristic of Scorpio, probably it's most common characteristic of a Scorpio is the diving deep. So Scorpio is known as the most intense of all Zodiac signs. And it's be because Scorpio, they dive deep. So scorpionic energy is just, it keeps 
going deeper and deeper. It's never satisfied until it keeps going. It really loves to go into the depths. It is not afraid of looking into its shadow, going into the bottoms of the pits, deep diving. Scorpio energy is very interesting in, in looking at all aspects of what's known as their underworld. So the underworld is something that, that Scorpio goes into. They're not afraid of these things. They're not afraid of the dark. They're not afraid of their underworld. They're not afraid. They're not afraid of anything. In fact, they thrive on going deeper within themselves to get to know themselves more. This is why they're intense because scorpionic energy, because they're, they deep dive and they don't like to be on the surface a lot. They don't like superficiality. They could be really intense people. <laughs> okay. So Scorpio energy loves to deep dive. They love to go into the underworld. They will not leave one stone unturned in their underworld. That's how much they love to explore and go within and deep dive. Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto, which is the planet of rejuvenation, rebirth. Okay. So Scorpio energy is not afraid of changing, of re just, just literally reinventing themselves, reinventing the wheel. They're not afraid of this. They're not afraid of rebirth cycles. They're not afraid of, of something new coming in, being born into something new. They're not afraid of these cycles and of these changes. They actually thrive on change. All right. And it's because they're guided by the planet Pluto. This is in fact, one of the most, one of the coolest things about Scorpio is that they will, they will literally burn themselves down to ashes and be reborn a Phoenix 10, 20, 30, however many times it's necessary. They actually thrive on this. They are not afraid. They will literally like turn themselves into mush and then emerge into something new. Okay. So, so Scorpio has this amazing capacity to just go into the cocoon, the caterpillar that goes into the cocoon turns into mush and then suddenly rebuilds itself as a butterfly. Scorpio energy will do this all day long. <laughs> it's a part of their nature. And, it, and it's because of this influence of this rejuvenation planet called Pluto. Another important aspect of Scorpio energy coming into this moon is control and power. Okay. So Scorpio, we already know Scorpio energy is very intense. Scorpio can be extremely powerful energy, extremely charismatic energy also known for that. The flip side of that and where it can go into its shadow aspects is it can become controlling and manipulative. Okay. So it can use its power inappropriate or its charisma inappropriately. All right. And this is going to come in play now when we talk about the energy on the planet, you'll understand why this, this, this shadow aspect may be coming in um, and, and wanting to be worked on. And it's because of this, you know, this Scorpio energy of control and power that could be good, but also has its shadow sides. The last characteristic of Scorpio that I want to talk about is transformation. So we already know that Scorpio has this ability to change. One thing that you have to remember about Scorpio energy is this is the zodiac sign of life, death, and rebirth. Okay. So again, their capacity to transform their capacity to go through the death cycles and the rebirth cycles is endless with the Scorpio. Whereas other Zodiac signs may have a little bit more difficulty with change. Zodiac signs, the Zodiac sign, uh, of Scorpio thrives on it, thrives on this constant death rebirth cycling. So they have enormous capacity for transformation. And this is going to come into play with this full moon. Now, because Scorpio energy is so good at going into the underworld, not being afraid of going within and seeing everything that needs to be seen. If you want to actually work deeper with this, 
with this Scorpio energy and the Scorpio full moon, it's good to know how to do shadow work. All right. Cause that's an important aspect of Scorpio energy. I shot a whole video on shadow work and I'll leave a link in the description box below. So you can go into shadow work in preparation for this moon right after watching this video. On to part two of the video, how these moons are affecting the energy on the planet right now. Okay. So we already know that moon cycles and eclipses on top give a pull on the energy of the planet. Okay. So we already know that traditionally uh, about moons and eclipses, but sometimes there are certain aspects of these astrological events that exert even more pressure. And it happens when there's something going on on the planet. The energy of the planet seems to be a little bit opposite from the energy that the moon is bringing in and the zodiac signs and that particular lunation is bringing in. Okay. So when the, the energy on the planet is very different from the energy of the moons that bringing in, it kind of sets up this pull, this resistance. All right. So it can feel like an example that I like to use a metaphor that I like to use is, is, you know, a game of tug of war. <laughs> all right. So in tug of war, you got a bunch of people push, pushing to one end and then, an, and then someone pushing to the other side. And it sets up this tension, this pull. Another metaphor that's good to think about is that of a rubber band. So when I, when I pull on something elastic, I, it's going to have some give until it starts to reach a lot of resistance and then it's going to stop stretching. Okay. And that's, what's happening right now, having to do with these lunations and the energy on the planet. So let me give you some examples of how this is, how this tension is playing out right now on the planet. So for example, Taurus energy, we talked about how Taurus energy, one of the characteristics is, is safety and security. Well, right now at the shooting of this video, there's enormous tension going on in Europe and in the rest of the world with, with the conflict, the war in Ukraine. And so what's happening right now literally is that millions of people are being displaced from a country. They're losing their homes. There's bombings everywhere. So they are lo literally losing the security and safety that they knew before. And so this Taurus energy is being real. It's coming in. And this Taurus energy that has that natural tendency to want safety and security is being pulled up against the on the ground, um, energy of conflict and war that's affecting the entire planet. So it's setting up this tug of war between that Taurus energy for the need for security and the no security happening on the ground in some areas on the planet. All right. So there's one aspect in in which that tug of that energetic tug of war is happening. But I'm talking about the conflict in Ukraine, but it has a larger repercussion. So even in Russia, for example, this Taurus energy is coming in. Russia's going through severe sanctions that are severely affecting their economy. And so again, Taurus energy coming in, being about ownership, about material possessions, about safety and security. And for example, you know, millions of Russians going through sanctions right now and having their economic lives and their livelihoods severely affected by this. So so this is only some example of how this Taurus energy is coming in and really setting up a pulling with the energy that's happening on the planet. Then we have Scorpio energy. So let's get into that. So we talked about one of the characteristics of Scorpio energy being charisma and power and how sometimes that can go into the shadow aspects, which is control and having, uh, having power over others. And that energy is also that shadow aspect is also 
also being played out, for instance, in this conflict in Ukraine right now, where one country is invading a sovereign country and literally exerting power and control over them. Okay. So again, scorpionic energy comes in and that shadow aspect of that scorpionic energy is starting to be at play here. And there's this tug of war happening between the energy on the planet and, and the energy of the moons that's setting this up, this resistance on the planet. Now, an important question is to understand, you know, how, how is this tug of war felt? Okay. I know that some of the aspects of the moons are coming in and they're coming into conflict with the current energy on the planet. How does that actually affect each and every one of us on the planet? So what it's going to end up happening is you can actually feel this pull inside of you. You watch the news or you read an article and you see what's going on in the world. And then you're having this Taurus Scorpio energy and full moon energy and eclipse energy also pull on your system. And you could feel torn. You could feel torn between two worlds. You can feel like internally, you can actually feel this resistance, this chaos, this tug of war, this pull, you can actually feel that within you. So if you happen to be feeling this right now, or as we're going through these lineations, again, don't be afraid. Now you understand why it is. It's because your feet are planted on a planet that's going through some turmoil right now. And at the same time, part of you is being pulled by the moon energy and the astrology um, lunations happening right now. And that's setting up that pull in your energy system. So no need to worry because now I'm going to get into how you work with this energy. Okay. On to part three of the video. Now I'm going to share just three simple tips for you to be able to work. We already know that the energy is intense. We know it's setting up resistance with some of the energy on the planet. And so now I'm going to share three simple tips to help you work with the energy so that you don't feel that tug of war, so that you don't feel that internal chaos, that you're actually working with the energy, not against it. Tip number one is to open ceremony. So I talk a lot about ceremony, especially on full moon, um, you know, new moon cycles, eclipses. I love to work with ceremony when it has to do with any kind of uh, moons. The moon is really, really powerful feminine energy, and it's wonderful to open ceremony when you're working with moons. Now, when I talk about ceremony, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. A lot of times people think that ceremony has to be something elaborate, something with a lot of Shazam, and it doesn't. It could be something as simple as you just sitting down in meditation, closing your eyes, and just opening ceremony, meaning having the intention to open up your energy to work on a specific thing. So it could be something as simple as that, or it can get elaborate if you want to. So for me, for example, I love to make my ceremonies kind of elaborate. So on these moon cycles, I will have candles. I'll use sacred smoke and I'll just sm smoke my, my house and, and use sacred smoke to, to really purify the energies. I will have a little altar. I'll have my crystals out because I love to have crystals when I'm working with moons. Um, I will have, you know, I love to have my altar. I'll have music. I will drum sometimes. So I do a bunch of different things to open ceremony. The most important thing you have to remember about ceremony, what it's doing is it is just calling energy and creating an energy portal for whatever you're about to do. That's what a ceremony does. A ceremony just opens a safe space, a safe container of energy where you can do your spiritual work. And that spiritual work is more powerful because it's being anchored by this energy portal that's being created by a ceremony. Okay. So do your ceremony, however you feel called to do, but put intention into it, put your heart 
heart into and put active awareness into that ceremony. And you'll see it will really, really help um, in working with the energies. And here's a, an important uh, side note here, pro tip, ding, ding, pro tip here. And that is when you do ceremony and you do it with a lot of intention and a lot of open heartedness, that container will call to you wonderful light beings and spirit guides and, and helping spirits that come to help you during the ceremony. Okay. So there's a pro tip for that. Doing ceremony calls in these beautiful, benevolent beings that love to help us down here on earth. Tip number two is to explore the signs. Okay. So what do I mean by this? So the reason that I talked about the specific Zodiac signs that these moons are associated with is for you to then work with the Zodiac signs. So I love to work with the specific signs. So on April 30th, I'd be working with Taurus. And then on May 16th, I'll be working with Scorpio energy. And, and the way that I love to work with signs uh, with the specific Zodiac signs is I love to ask strategic questions. Okay. So I'm going to leave you some strategic questions for you to journal about if you want to pertaining to both Taurus and, uh, Scorpio energy. Okay. So for the new moon, uh, in Taurus on April 30th, the question or the affirmation of the question, the mantra that you can work with and journal on here, here it is. So what can I do to improve my physical world? Okay. So remember Taurus energy loves physicality. Okay. So what can I do to improve my physical world? And that could be something as simple as maybe I'm going to be a little bit more conscious about saving money, or maybe I'm going to be a little bit more conscious about wasting less money, or maybe I'm going to start looking for a different home, or maybe I wanted to live in a different city, or maybe I want to look at a different job or, or to, to create more material security in my life. Okay. So these are just some examples of how you can start creating more security in your physical world is through kind of looking at these strategic areas in which you can ground yourself more in this Taurus energy, which is, which has this really important material possessions kind of ownership and, um, and security and safety finances having to do with finances in the material world. Then for Scorpio, the full moon in Scorpio on May 16th, here's the question that you can work with for that moon. What deeply entrenched patterns am I ready to release now? Okay. So this is, this is a quintessential Scorpio question. Scorpio loves this question. Okay. Because remember Scorpio is the sign of, of death rebirth. Okay. So they know that, that nothing can be reborn until something dies. Scorpio knows this Scorpio knows that there has to be death before rebirth, that they go hand in hand. And so Scorpio isn't afraid of letting go of things, especially things that are no longer serving it. All right. This is a very beautiful energy of transformation. So you're you're going to really answer this. When you get to that Scorpio energy, you're going to kind of, this is a soul searching, uh, exercise where you're going within and you are looking for things that are entrenched in you that have been really kind of stagnating that Scorpio energy because Scorpio doesn't like anything that's entrenched. <laughs> okay. Scorpio loves the movement of death and life and rebirth and death and life and rebirth. Okay. So for Scorpio, Scorpio loves to go in, look at anything that's entrenched and clear it out right away, clean it up. 
Okay. So look at your life for things, whether they're habits or beliefs, even beliefs, what kind of entrenched beliefs do you have that are holding you back? What does your mind keep thinking? That's not in your highest good. Even, even just thought forms or beliefs, you can write those down. That could be something that you can let go, or it could be entrenched habits like a addiction. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you eat too much. Maybe you're not eating healthy. Maybe may, whatever it is that whatever is entrenched inside of you that you keep repeating over and over again and is not in your highest good, use this Scorpio energy to come in, journal about this exercise and be ready to use the Scorpio energy to release all of it. So let me go a little bit. I'm going to give a little pro tip, ding, ding, pro tip on actually journaling into this question a little bit more, okay, about the entrenched beliefs or patterns. There's a specific thing that you may want to go into, and that's the pro tip, asking this question, particularly when it comes to relationships, because Scorpio is all about deep emotions. So Scorpio has a lot of relationship issues. Okay. So, so it's, it's Scorpio has a lot of energy that has to do with relationships. Sorry. I didn't mean Scorpio has relationship issues, but not all Scorpios have relationship issues, but Scorpio energy veers into relationships a lot because Scorpio is about deep emotions. And when we're in relationship, especially romantic relationships, those deep emotions are stirred. Okay. So the pro tip here is to direct that question that I gave you, direct it to relationships first and see if you have any entrenched patterns in that specific area of your life that are keeping you back. All right. So there's a pro tip for you. Go into relationships first and then use the question to ask for any entrenched patterns or beliefs that you may have that are holding you back. Tip number three is to use affirmations. I love to use affirmations. So aside from the questions that I just gave you to prompt you to go into Scorpio and Taurus energy, let's now add some affirmations. Affirmation work is, works really well during these powerful full moon, new moon cycles, um, and eclipses. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple of affirmations that you can use, uh, specifically for Taurus and Scorpio energy. So for the new moon in Taurus, here is your affirmation. I welcome more safety and groundedness into my everyday life. Okay. I love this affirmation. Uh, remember that when you're working with affirmations, repeat them many, many times bonus points here. If you do this affirmation work, when your ceremony space is opened up with your candles and all of that, if you're using it, okay, it just, it, it, it amplifies the energy. All right. So there's your affirmation for the new moon in Taurus. And now for the full moon in Scorpio happening on May 16th, here's your affirmation for that moon. I learn to step into my full power without the distortion of control. Okay. I love this affirmation. All right. So what this affirmation is working on is you stepping fully into your power so you can be powerful without being controlling. And this is what this beautiful affirmation is helping you with coming full into your power, but not veering into the shadow aspect of control and knowing in your heart and in your energy, the difference between power and control. All right. So, so this affirmation will really be helpful for you to repeat during the, the lunation in Scorpio. When it comes to using these affirmations during these full moons, the pro tip that I leave here is that you write them down and repeat them at least five times each, especially bonus points. If you're doing it when you're in ceremony, okay. Cause the energy is already powerful anyways. So you're going to repeat it at least five times. You could repeat it many more times, but at least five times to really get the app, the energy of the affirmation going. And if you want to go deeper on affirmation work, I shot a whole video on how to work with affirmations, how to write them, how to design 
find them, how to use them in your life. I'm gonna leave a link to that video in the description box below so you can watch after this one. Now I wanna hear from you. Are you already feeling the energies of these powerful moons? I wanna hear all about it in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can download my popular free guided meditations. And don't forget these videos that I recommended in this one, that'll be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul, that's it for me. I love you, I'm out.